Welcome to Artistic Accomplices. I'm your host, Eric Scott, and this is the podcast that's all about art, creativity, and learning. We all could use a little creative nudge every now and then, something that will prod us, encourage us, and give us a shot of inspiration. Well, Artistic Accomplices is the podcast that does just that. It gives you small doses of motivation and creative encouragement. So as you make, create, play, and live, I'm here to share my thoughts on art, creativity, and learning. I'm also going to interview artists, writers, educators, and much, much more. So like the gym buddy that motivates you to hit the gym on a regular basis, Artistic Accomplices is that little voice in your ear telling you to hit the studio or to pull out the paints or to pick up the pen. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Artistic Accomplices. I'm your host, Eric Scott, and I am here today to try to maybe go back to last episode. Um, So last episode, I was talking about how the universe is always conspiring with us. Um, I, I kind of felt like I was a bit clumsy with the things that I was saying um, because I hadn't quite worked it all out. I mean, this has been something that's been on my mind for quite a while now, and I just kind of wanted to to talk about it, but I just felt like, like I didn't think everything out, and I really felt like I was stumbling and bumbling as I was speaking, especially because at the end there, I really, I didn't have any kind of notes or anything to look at and and I, I just kind of felt like I was spinning my wheels as I was talking and recording so I just was not satisfied with that last episode so I but I wanted to get something out so I wanted to get it out there so I let it go and I recorded it and I put it out there but in the meantime I've been thinking a lot about this and I wanted to do another take. I wanted to give it another try. So I I spent some some more time kind of organizing my thoughts, trying to figure out maybe a better way of explaining it because I just felt like I I hadn't wrapped my own brain around it. And so I wasn't very clear, I think, especially near the end of the episode. So I wanted to try again to give myself a little bit more clarity to give you, the listener, a bit more uh, clarity and just to give it to give it another go and so that's why I'm here today so I'm calling this the universe conspires take two Uh, I I won't go back into everything that I said or mentioned in the previous episode but I do want to kind of reiterate a few things um, maybe try to explain things in a different way and hopefully bring some type of conclusion to this this line of thought uh, at least for now I think this is something that that will continue um, it's something that that has been occupying my thoughts lately um, so it's something that's been important to me and I do believe that there is a link to this idea and 
creativity and leading a creative life. So I will get into that in a little bit. So just to recap, last week I, I kind of rambled on about how I truly and firmly believe that the universe is conspiring with us, even though there are a lot of people out there who automatically kind of feel the opposite. They, they feel that the universe is conspiring against them. It, they, they always feel like, you know, they, they are uh, very unlucky, um, that things don't go their way, that the universe is out to get them. And I have come to the conclusion, I have come to the belief that that's not the case, that the universe is conspiring, conspiring with us. And so those negative things that happen, uh, if we feel like we, we always have the worst luck and the bad things always seem to happen to us, that it is kind of our own making. And I want to go into that a little bit more deeply in today's episode. So I'm not a very religious person. I mean, I grew up in a Christian household. I, believe, I grew up believing in that and going to church periodically. But over the past 15, 20 years, I've really gotten more into Buddhism. And I've read a lot um, and studied a lot. I wouldn't really call myself a Buddhist because I, I feel like I don't practice it. I don't meditate. I don't read as much as I should. But there are a lot of things about Buddhism that, that I find attractive that I feel kind of fit. Uh, but I'm not here to espouse any, any type of religious view. But I am uh, more of a spiritual person. Like I feel like the, I, I am that spiritual person and I believe that spirituality is, is really more of a personal kind of journey in this world. And I believe that we are all connected in so many different ways. And I also believe that our thoughts and our emotions and our actions and our reactions help and sh help to shape and mold our reality and, and what happens to us and what we feel and, and um, the events that, that happen and um, take place in our lives. And so in that sense, I believe that the universe is always, always conspiring with us to shape our reality. And I know that uh, uh, that's kind of a, a new agey kind of way of, of thinking about things. Um, so that might turn off some people, but I think I can really explain it in the most simplest way. It's all about how we perceive life. And how we perceive that, our life is reflected back to us. So if we, if we feel like or we believe that you know, good things will happen, then good things tend to happen. And if we believe that bad things will happen, well, then bad things tend to happen. So how we view the world and react to the world shapes what happens to us and how our lives are and how our lives unfold. It's like I mentioned in the last episode that we are self-fulfilling prophecies. So if we are, uh, if we see the good 
in in the world if we are positive if we are upbeat um, if we put that good out there if we are positive about the world and we put that out there then we get that in in return it comes back to us so it, I'm not talking about this kind of fake kind of positivity that that you see people who who kind of you know, put a smile on their face but they they don't feel that way. I'm not saying that people go around and do that, but to gen genuinely feel this positive notion, this generosity, and to put that out into the world, you're going to get the positive back. Positive things are going to happen. Now, that's not to say that bad things don't happen or won't happen, because they will. They will. Um, we can't control what happens but we can control how we react to the to what happens so if something bad or negative happens then we can look at that and understand that it is a small thing or it's uh, not that big of a deal or even if it is kind of a big deal it's something that's pretty bad we can we can see it as something temporary that you know we're, we're going to get past this and we don't dwell on that negativity and spinning our worldview into this sort of dark, negative vortex of misery kind of thing. Um, so if we constantly see life as being bad, if we're constantly miserable and angry and we're putting that out in the world, we're putting that misery, that negativity, that anger, we're putting that out there and then we get that back. So life is going to be pretty miserable. If we walk around always on edge and always angry and always frustrated, then that's what we're going to get back. We're, we're going to be stuck in traffic and we're going to be swearing and cursing and and we're just going to feel like like everyone's conspiring against us to make us feel this way and it doesn't have to be that way but you know when we're stuck in that that sort of wheel of of negativity and we're 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 going over and over again in our minds and we're feeling that anger and that frustration and that misery uh, we're feeling all those negative emotions we don't see the good it's hard for us to see that good and, and it's hard for the good to happen to us. And even if it does, because good things are going to happen, we just won't see it because we're so mired in that, that blackness, that darkness, that negativity, or we kind of shrug off the good because we're focused so much on that bad. And I speak from personal experience. I feel that that I have led a life that's been pretty negative, especially certain times in my life. I know when I left teaching, those last few years were really hard for me. And I felt like I was angry all the time. And it felt, I felt like things weren't working out. I tried several times to get, to get a transfer because I wasn't happy in the one school. And um, it, it just never came through. And I, I, I think it's partly because I was just angry and miserable and I was putting that energy out into the world. And so 
things weren't working out the way that I had hoped. And there were lots of things that sort of piled on that that made me feel like the world was conspiring against me. So if that term, if that phrase is a little bit too much for you, too much, um, too new age, too kind of flighty, philosophical for you, um, think about it in more practical terms. Think it, think about it in terms of energy. So that notion that what we put out into the world is what we get back. And there's, there's a couple ways of thinking about that to, to, to see how, yeah, we can put this like either this positive energy out or this negative energy out and whatever we put out, we're going to get back. And, and there, that's the part for me, like trying to wrap my brain around how do you explain that in a practical way. And so I, I think I've kind of come up with a, a couple ways. So this idea of energy is one of them. So we get back what we put out into the world. So if we want love and compassion and generosity to come our way, we need to put that love and that compassion and that generosity out and allow that positive energy to flow from us. And so we are opening ourselves up because we're, we're putting that positivity out. Now positivity, positivity can flow in and take the place of that positivity that was there. The same is true with the negativity. So if we're putting out all of this negativity, uh, all this anger, all this hatred, all this meanness, and I see a lot of that nowadays that people are just spewing out all this darkness, and then that's what you get back. And part of that is that you're, you're, you're kind of creating this void and what rushes in is not the opposite. It's more of the same, if not like a more intense of that same thing. So we get that negativity back. So before I go go into that a little bit deeper, I, I kind of want to think about people that I admire, people that I see out there in the world, and people that I feel are successful in what they're doing, whether it's a creative endeavor or what. Um, so when I think about that, the people that I admire are those that, that seem to ooze that positivity and that compassion. The ones that, that are negative, that are disdainful, that are angry, I don't admire, the, admire those people. And I, I look at that and I'm like, I don't want that. It's like I want that positivity. And I, hopefully you do too. Hopefully you want that positivity and that generosity. And if you feel that you're being, you know, you're attracted to these negative people that are out there uh, spewing out this, this bad stuff, then maybe you're drawn to them because it's more of a reflection of, of your own darkness, of the things that, you know, maybe you're not feeling all that positive and there's a lot of negativity that has built up and so that wants to go out and that wants to kind of glom on to this other negative like oh yeah that person yeah you know they're it's kind of like that misery loves company and there's somebody who seems just as miserable as I am and I'm gonna hitch my wagon to to them 
But for me, it's like I think about the people that I admire, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take the arts uh, as an example. And so there are quite a few people that I admire and follow online, and I th when I think about those people, those these are the people that I want to be like. Um, they travel and they teach. They have a robust online community. You know, they have uh, followers on social media. They put out online workshops and they sell things online and they're making a living or making part of their living doing art and teaching art and touching the lives of other people. And when I think about these people that I follow and look at online, they are such positive, amazing people. And anytime I see a picture of them or a video of them, you know, they'll post a selfie or, you know, somebody takes a picture of them as they're teaching. They've got these huge, broad smiles, and it, it just seems like light is pouring out of them. They just kind of brighten up, you know, it's like you see, see that smile and you're like, wow. So I see that and I'm like, that's what I want to be. And like I said before, I don't mean this in a superficial way. I mean, it's easy to plaster a smile on our face. It's easy to go out there and be artificial and be a salesman and, you know, do our shtick and not really care about the people that we're serving, that we're out there serving ourselves. And I don't mean that. What I mean is that these are people that are very authentic and they're giving of themselves and they're very generous. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, they're they're never upset, they're never sad, that bad things never happen to them or that, that they're never in a rut, um, but they are very authentic, they're down to earth, they're very generous. And I'm drawn to that. And I look at these folks and I think, yeah, there's no, no wonder they are where they are because they're putting that out into the world and people are drawn to that. And I think about myself and, and unfortunately, I'm, I'm not always that way. I'm learning to be, I'm learning to put that positivity out there. I mean, that's one of the reasons that I'm doing this podcast is that I want to be that person that just lights up that that people see and they're drawn to um but i you know i'm not there yet uh, i have my good days i have my bad days and i'll talk a little bit more about that later but to give you a, a couple more specific examples i'm going to go beyond the arts now i think about people that that more of you more of the listeners would know and there are two names two people that just immediately popped in my head when i thought about about positive people. And uh, so the, they're completely unrelated in totally different fields, but they're both, I guess you could say they're both kind of celebrity figures. Um, so I'm thinking immediately that who came to mind was Tom Hanks, the actor Tom Hanks. When I was thinking about positive people that, that seemed to kind of have this energy and this glow and about them, I think about I think about Tom Hanks. Um, he's such an extremely positive guy. And if you've ever seen an interview with him, 
he's always lighthearted. He's he's funny. He's smiling. He's engaging. Uh, if he's on on a, a talk show and there's a panel of people, he involves everybody. Uh, he's very animated, and he's just like this extremely nice guy. And that's what you hear about him. I mean, there are so many people in Hollywood that have th- this attitude about being difficult and, you know, they, they're getting into trouble and there's, you know, all this like bad press and these bad vibes around these people. And yeah, they might be successful. They might have careers making millions of dollars, but those people sort of peter out after a while. I mean, Tom Hanks has been going for a really long time. I mean, it's like back in the 70s and he was he was on TV doing Bosom Buddies and doing movies. It's like I, I still like my one of my favorite movies is is the movie Big. And it's just one of the one of, one of the many movies. I mean, I just I, I love pretty much anything the guy has done. And, you know, you think you know, like you never hear about him being difficult or moody or like getting into uh you know, a drunk driving accident or, you know, like going into rehab, you know, he's just, he's not that guy. And he's been married to Rita Wilson since 1988. So in Hollywood, I mean, that's, that's just amazing. I mean, so for 30 years, he's been with the, with his wife and, you know, the, you don't hear about scandals. I mean, he's just this all around nice guy, great actor. And like I said, I really love him. If you can't tell, I mean, he, and, but that generosity, that positivity just kind of oozes from him. And I think about that and it's like, yeah, it's like no wonder he's had such a long and active career. So, I mean, he's, you know, for four decades now, he has been starring in TV and mostly movies and, and having one success after another. Not to say that all of his movies and all of his endeavors have always been successful, but He's had that that career. So he's a good example of putting that out there and and you get that you build that reality by putting that energy out there. So good things come to people who do good. Someone else that I immediately thought about about this idea of positivity is the Dalai Lama. So Dalai Lama, the the spiritual leader of Tibet, went into exile 60 years ago, f- forced to leave China because he was afraid back in 1959, I think I was seeing, um, you know, China occupied Tibet, basically said, oh, Tibet's part of China now. And they basically were trying, were trying to force the Buddhists to to align themselves with China. I mean, there's just I, I don't know the whole story. I've read it uh, several times in the writings of the Dalai Lama. Um, I'm just never really good at remembering all the little details. But basically, if there's somebody who like should be upset with the world and f- who ha- who would have a right to be negative and feel upset, it would be the Dalai Lama. I mean. He went into exile, so he lost his home, lost his country. He's had to watch Tibet under China rule and see see people getting murdered and uh, being oppressed and things like that. He's had to live in India 
Um, luckily, India welcomed him in and the community of Tibetans who also fled. So he w would have every right to feel that. And, and I don't, I'm not saying it's like he never feels those emotions. But he is such a positive guy. And I've read a lot of his writings, but I've also listened to him uh, give talks. I, I've watched videos online. And then several years ago, I was very fortunate to see him in, uh, in person. Not, I was very high up in the seats down in D.C. Um, and he was on this tiny stage. And, you know, but I, I got to, to be in the same building as him. And he, as he talks, he, he tells stories, but he's always smiling. And every time you see a picture or a video of him, he's got this smile on his face and it, he's got these, these like round little cheeks from all that smiling. And again, it's not this like fake slap on a smile kind of thing. It's a very genuine smile. It's a generous kind of smile. Um, and the other thing is that as he's speaking, and he's telling stories. He he cracks himself up. He will tell a story and then he laughs and he giggles and and he's got like this like mischievous little laugh as he speaks and and it's just great to hear him. And again, he just exudes this like light and positivity and you're like, "Wow, you know, that that's what I want to be." And so I think that's you know, when we put the light and we put the positivity out there, it, it's not to say that we're denying the negative, that that doesn't happen. But when we put that out there, then life is reflected back to us. Our reality becomes that. So let's kind of go back to this energy thing. I got myself a little bit, uh, a little bit sidetracked, but thinking about this idea of energy, um, uh, I'm a big believer in balance that like our body is always seeking balance. It wants to maintain balance. And so when we get sick uh, and ill, that a lot of times that's because our body's out of balance, you know, whatever, whatever that means. And you could take that as a very um, like Eastern philosophy kind of way, uh, or you can kind of think of it as a more Western kind of way. But um, if we really think about, this energy. So in us, we, we have positive energy. We have negative energy. I mean, we have those emotions. Uh, we have the negative, we have the anger, we have the, the, the hurt, we have the disdain, we have all of that, the resentment. Um, and we also have the light. We have the generosity. We have the compassion. We have the empathy. We all have both. And if you kind of think about like, okay, if we, if we have both and maybe we store both of them. So imagine this is an, an analogy that, I, that I'm trying to, to create here as like tanks. So you have these tanks of energy. One is for positive energy. One is for negative energy. You're, you're going to feel both positive and negative. You, it, it's not about suppressing the negative and pushing it down and never feeling bad and, and all that, you're going to feel that. I mean, that's just part of life. You're going to feel sad when someone passes away or when you lose a pet or something major happens, you get bad news. You're going to feel that. But what do you do with that energy? So we have these tanks, one for positive energy, one for negative energy. 
So what do we put out in the world? So if we're putting out the negativity, we're, we're going through a bad time and we're feeling angry and frustrated and resentful and miserable and we're going around and we're yelling at people and we're, we're grumpy and, uh, and mean and we're, we're just like spouting out this stuff, this really negative, toxic kind of stuff and, and we're, we're putting people down and we're complaining and we're just, uh, we're putting that out there. So we're putting out all this negative energy. So our tank, our negative energy tank gets depleted. So we're putting all that energy out there. So what fills that void? And you might say, oh, well, I'm putting that out there so I can like fill that up with positive energy. Well, you can't because that tank only holds negative energy. So your positive tank is full. There's no room for anything positive. So the positive doesn't come, doesn't flow into your life because you've sort of like stoppered that up. You've like put that in the bottle. That tank is closed up. You don't have room for the positive. So you just get the negative. So the negative rushes in to kind of fill that void, to fill up that negative tank. So as you use up more negative energy and you're putting more negative negativity out there, then the, the negativity is rushing in and to fill that up. And so it becomes this like never ending cycle of negativity and anger and uh, being upset and resentful and all the other bad negative adjectives I can't really think of right now. Um, but we're putting that out in the world. And it just, like I said, it becomes this, this cycle. But if we do the opposite, if we put the positivity out there, so we, that's a nice thing is we can choose. We can kind of like flip the switch and be like, eh, I'm not going to put that negative negativity out there. I'm going to focus on the positivity. I'm going to be generous and compassion. I'm going to listen to people. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be courteous. I'm going to say thank you and you're welcome. And I'm going to like wave and smile to people. We could put that out there. And again, like as we are expelling and using up positive energy, more positive energy comes in to fill up that tank so that we can put more of that out there in the world. And, and it becomes this this again this cycle that goes and and kind of keeps going and going now we we don't do that all the time right i mean like i said we do have the negativity i mean it just comes up like i said something happens somebody cuts you off in traffic and you're upset um you know do we do but what what do we do with that do we go home and kick the dog or take it out on our on our spouse what do we do with that so thinking of it that way. Another way to kind of think about this is like magnetism, you know, positive and negative. I'm, I always think about magnets and the negative end of a magnet is always attracted to the positive end of another magnet. So opposites attract. That's just the law of magnetism. Okay. That's how that works. So if you think about it, if you're putting all this negative energy out, okay, so you're putting that out there into the world, so you're expelling, you're putting that negative charge out there. Now you, you're keeping the positivity locked up inside of you. So the, you kind of have this positive charge. I know that sounds good. Like, oh yeah, I'm positive, positively charged, but it's not. Um, because 
opposites attract. So now you are are positively charged. So you're going to attract the negative. The negativity is going to come to you like a magnet. So you're putting that out there and then more negativity is rushing in because it's attracted to that that imbalance basically is what it is. So that's why you're positively charged is that there's an imbalance and the negativity rushes in to create that balance. And I think that's why sometimes we feel like like we're a magnet for the bad stuff. You know, that that just sort of lands on us and that we didn't really do anything to that. So too often I think we are unaware of the negativity so you know when we think about the the bad the negative emotions we might think about like the really big ones we might think about you know anger and fear and uh just plain meanness and and nastiness but a lot of times the negativity can be a lot smaller and a lot pettier and can be a lot more subtle and so it's easy to kind of feel like the universe is out to get us because we don't realize just how negative we are because the negativity is kind of small. You know, it's, it's about getting a little bit angry in traffic. It's about feeling slighted by our significant other. It's, it's about feeling like, you know, somebody is getting more than their fair share. And it goes back to that mindset. Do we have that positive mindset or do we have that negative mindset? So it, it, it can feel like we're not being negative. Maybe we feel like we're being more of a realist. But that fear, that lack of empathy, that lack of generosity, even though it might be kind of small, can kind of like stall us and get us stuck. And we really feel like the world is against us, that the universe is conspiring against us. But in fact, it's us creating that reality because we're kind of mired in this like this petty, this pettiness, this little stuff. I know I struggle with that. I mean, I so often and so easily and so quickly like turn to the negative. I mean, I think it, it, it is because that's the way I was raised a lot. Like I've said before on this podcast, I grew up pretty poor. And so life was a struggle and things didn't seem like they, they were working out. Things seemed like, like it was never enough. There, it always seemed like Things just didn't turn out the right way for me and for my family. And it was a struggle. And th there were a lot of negative times growing up. Um, I was fortunate that, that I was from a loving family. You know, I didn't have the trauma of, of abuse or anything like that in my life. But just to grow up and kind of look around and feel that other people have it better, that other people have it easier, that things don't work out for you, that was imprinted on me. It made such a huge impact on me. 
And even now, you know, 40, I'm 45 years old and that still is affecting my life. And I, and I, and I look at my life and I, I think of all the positive, amazing things that I've done in my life, but it's so easy to focus on the negative, to focus on the bad things, the not so great things, to focus on those times when things didn't turn out the way I'd hoped or planned. But I can sit down and I can list one thing after another that should really make me feel proud and positive about what what I've done. From putting myself through college, of moving out on my own, of publishing a book, well, two books, uh, doing all the things I've done, traveling where I've traveled, meeting all these people, making all these connections. But it's, it's hard. I still find myself a lot of times reacting, especially kind of that like knee-jerk reaction. I'll be flipping through social media and I'll see something and this little voice of judgment will ju- jump up. Or I'll feel like this tinge of jealousy or stinginess. That's the thing I've been feeling a lot lately. I've been feeling very stingy. And I think that that comes from growing up when when you don't have money because you don't, you want to hold on to it. It's like, I don't have a lot of money. I, I don't want to give it away. But that stinginess like goes beyond money. It goes, it goes into generosity. It goes into like even just making a comment on somebody's post. Like if I see somebody who did something awesome on, on, you know, a piece of art that they post on Facebook. My first thought isn't like, Ooh, let me tell this person what, how awesome this is. It's almost like, I I feel like, Oh, I can't say anything because, uh, you know, it's like, I got to hold that in. I've got to hold into, in that, 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 uh, whatever, that, the, the positivity, the compliment, the generosity, I've got to hold on to that because there is a finite amount of that. But the amazing thing is that there's not. The more positivity that you put out in the world, the more comes back to you, the more there is to give. And I'm I'm slowly learning that. And what I have discovered is that it's a choice. Every day I wake up and I have to make that choice. And I have to conspire with the universe in a positive way if I want positive things in my life. So I can choose that judgment and that jealousy and I can let that negativity like eat at me and control me and keep me stingy and not wanting to put myself out there and not wanting to extend myself. But if I'm not willing to extend myself, how can I expect others to be willing to extend themselves to me? So I can choose that. I can choose to be negative and judgmental and jealous, and I can be stingy with my words and my compliments and my generosity, or I can choose to be generous and compassionate. I can, I can let that positivity create that reality that I really want. And here lately, I've been seeing that more and more and more. I've been seeing those examples about how the universe is conspiring with me 
to create that reality and that if I open myself up to that positivity, if I put that out there, if I'm if I'm generous and compassionate, then that and if I'm extending myself to others and reaching out and connecting with others, then they reach back and connect with me. And I'm not going to go into the the examples that I spouted out the last time. You can listen to the, that episode to hear that. But that is where I am now. Like realizing that the power is in the positive. And I, I feel I feel like I am a cliche, like how to make your life better, um, self-help kind of kind of book because I've read those books. I've read those things about that positive, that power of positivity. But it's true. It really is true. It's not about making wishes. It's about giving of yourself, about living a life that is about generosity and gratitude and feeling grateful for the connections that have been made and feeling generous to extend myself to others and put myself out there in a number of ways and I'm still working on it I'm still trying to build that up but everyone that I respect and admire who I feel is like successful in what they're doing and they're getting all this all this stuff happening in their lives it's because of their positivity it's about them putting themselves out there and being generous so that's kind of where i am now i'm still like i said i'm still a work in progress but i do want to tie this in i mean this podcast is about art and creativity and learning and so i I think this is a big learning thing for me and that's why i'm sharing it and i think a lot of people can can kind of benefit from that but i do want to bring it back to this idea of the creative life and how this notion that the universe conspires with us ties into creativity and leading a creative life i touched on this a little bit last time and That's kind of where I felt like I was rambling a lot because I hadn't really thought it through. So I I thought it through a little bit more now. And I think that it boils down to the notion of choice. We can either approach creativity with positivity and openness and generosity, or we can approach it with negativity, judgment, and tightness. It's our choice. So if we always find ourselves being judgmental, being critical of ourselves and others, then we're not open. We're not opening ourselves to that creativity. We're, we're shutting it down. And then we wonder like, well, why am I, why do I not feel creative? Why am not, why am I not feeling any kind of fulfillment seeking this creativity and i see this a lot in the students that i teach whether they're kids or more often with adults that they do shut down that they they have this very specific idea 
of what creativity is and they're not open to anything else. So do we open ourselves up to the, to those creative impulses? Do do we do we be soft with ourselves, gentle and generous with ourselves and with others? Can we allow that creativity to flourish and thrive and recognize that in the beginning it might be something small and fragile and we might not know what we're doing but if we can be kind to ourselves and generous with ourselves then we can really create that reality where we we are living that creative life that we want to live i mean we might have that expectation that idea in our heads that it should be a certain way so are we going to like get locked into that and focused on that and feel negative and bad when things aren't going that way or are we going to going to really be open to the process or are we going to shut ourselves down are we going to be harsh and abrasive and even abusive to ourselves and our creativity and maybe to others and their creativity if we do that our creativity is is going to wither we're not opening ourselves up we're not accepting creativity and i think that's a positive kind of emotion or thought is that i am creative so along with being generous and being kind i am creative that should be one of our thoughts so life and art aren't competitions we're not competing with others it's not about my art being better than somebody else's or my life being better than somebody somebody else's it's about it's about um it's about facing the world facing art facing people with this kindness and this love and this light and opening ourselves to that power of that positivity and creativity creativity is such a positive powerful force if we can open ourselves to it if we can feel the positivity and be generous with ourselves and our creativity then we can really understand how the universe is conspiring with us to show us this creative life to show us our creativity to help us find that fulfillment in the reason why we are creating and so i'm gonna kind of just leave it there um and i just just want to say thank you for listening uh i really got into this episode i really felt like there was something passionate there so i'm, I'm sure in the future i will be coming back to this topic and maybe explaining some more or adding to the, some of the things that I've said. So um, thanks for listening. Thanks for being there. Really appreciate anyone that is listening to this podcast. Really appreciate it. If you ever have any questions or comments or concerns, please, please email me, drop me a message on Facebook, any of those things, um, or leave a comment on the uh podcast episode on the website and uh, i i greatly appreciate any, any kind of feedback 
and if I can answer any questions, I'm more than happy to do that. So uh, thanks again for listening. Really appreciate it. I'm Eric Scott. Have a great one. Happy creating. This has been Artistic Accomplices. I'm your host, Eric Scott. Thank you for joining me.